Hey, what's up? This is Anthony from Ohio shouting out 7-Minute Stories. I've been listening to this podcast since day one. The first episode was called The Cruise. I believe it launched on May 29th, 2018. And ever since that episode, I've been hooked on it. Week after week, I come back. And I know that that's for so many of you guys that are listening to this podcast. I highly recommend it to everyone and anyone All it's going to take is one or two episodes, and you're going to quickly add it to your top favorite podcast. Enjoy. You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This is season three. If you want to connect with us or grab some merch, visit us at 7minutestories.com. That's the number 7minutestories.com. This episode, take your shirt off. Man, it feels good to be back. So what would you compromise in order to achieve a dream? You got something that you really want right around the bend, right around the corner, and the shortest way to get there, you're you're at a crossroads, right? The shortest way to get there is to compromise something about yourself, about your own standards, morals, beliefs, whatever. If you're an artist compromising the art, you're like selling out. You sold out your art just for fame and fortune. Look at you. (laughs) That's the judgment that comes out. Now, there's a longer road usually, and that means non-compromise. But it makes sometimes that road even longer, and it looks like it's so far away that that crossroads is really difficult because you see the thing right in front of you. If you just do this thing, if you just compromise this one little thing about what you set out to do and things that you said, I'd never do that, but there it is. There's the thing you really want. We've all, many of us have faced that crossroads, have been there. Now, I'd like to thank for me Most of my choices in pursuit of my dream and pursuit of my art have been noble, or at least I've tried to make them that way. And I've been critical of other people, especially other artists. Now, what's that saying? Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. (laughs) Well, let me tell you a little story about me. So it's early 2000, like 2002, I think. I'm a sophomore going into my sophomore year in college, and I'm in Washington, D.C., interning. I've told multiple stories about this time, and there's going to be more because it was such an interesting time period. It was only about three months, three or four months over the summer and into the going into the next semester. But I was in Washington, D.C., and I was 19 years old, and it was the first time I was really free as an adult. I lived with my uncle, he's amazing, and, and spent time with my cousins. But during the week... During the work week, I was by myself. Like I got to do whatever I wanted to do. I had my own car and I would just go out and explore and go around Washington, D.C. and check out different neighborhoods. And I was really just taking it all in. Now, even though I was interning at a, at a, at a corporate entity, the real goal was to become an actor. So in my mind, I was just a film and theater actor sort of masquerading as a, uh, as a guy working and interning at a, at a corporation. That's the narrative and the story that I told myself. And so I remember it had to be just sometime during the week, 
it, there weren't a lot of people in crowds, so it wasn't too busy. And I went to this mall in, I can't, I gotta be honest. I can't remember what the mall was, but it was in the DC area going to the mall and I'm just walking around. I'm mall walking with all the mall walkers. And I see this photography studio within the mall. And you, you know, I don't know if it's like senior pictures and other things, wedding photos, but there was a whole section in the store that had pictures of actors caught my eye because I wanted to be an actor. So I go into the photography studio slash store and I'm looking at these pictures and it's like a picture of Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, and they're signed and a bunch of other actors too. And there was this guy, late forties, early fifties behind the counter, like all like black shirt, black pants, all blacked out with like a giant chain, gold chain, and like lots of rings on his fingers. And he saw me looking at these pictures of actors and he goes, Hey, are you an actor? And when he said that, I thought, man, I must really exude all this artistry. He knows I'm an actor. And I turned around and said, yeah, I'm an actor. Haven't done much yet, but I'm in pursuit of uh, being an actor in film and television and, and theater. And he goes, that's great. Yeah, I could tell. I could tell you're an actor. Uh, you just had that look. And I was like, oh, man, this is pretty cool. He can tell. And he goes, you know, I took those pictures. And he's referring to Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, all these people. I was like, really? He goes, yeah, I have a lot of connections with agents in the industry. And I take photos for their clients. And these are some of their clients. And they sign them for me. So I do a lot of headshots. He goes, do you have headshots yet? I said, no, I don't. He goes, you got to have that if you want to make it in the industry. And he said, do you have a manager? And I said, no, no, I don't have a manager yet. What about an agent? I said, no. He said, well, you got to have those if you want to make it in this business. I know because I have connections in the business. And I sat there. And as I'm listening to the guy, I thought, man, he really has the in on this thing. And so I was more open to talking to him because I felt like he had he was like a connection point to what I wanted to do. That's how he presented himself. Then he's like, hey, do you have like a type? Has anyone told you what type of actor you are? And I was like, what do you mean, like drama or comedy? He's like, no, no, just like a type. He's like, there's a Leonardo DiCaprio type. You got a nice head like Leonardo DiCaprio, big head, nice face. You're like a Leo DiCaprio type. Or he's like, actually more like a Jonathan Brandis, RIP. Jonathan Brandis type. And I was like, oh, I love those actors. I was like, yeah, you know, I've, I've been told. <laughs> I've been told. My ego is on fire right now. And he goes, uh, you know, let me, let me ask you something. Do you work out? And I was like, uh, a little bit. I, you know, I play soccer and I try to keep fit. He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, take your shirt off. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't bat an eye. I took my shirt off in 0.5 seconds. I just took my shirt off. And he doesn't move. He's just looking at me. And I can tell the look that he's looking at me with is not one that I really like. And somehow it kind of broke through this haze and this intoxication of fame and my future and my dream. And this guy being a step in the right direction to now I'm standing in a photography studio in a mall on like a freaking Tuesday. And I got my shirt off and I'm showing this guy my chest. What is happening? And this all happened, by the way, like in a millisecond. 
So I put my shirt right back on. And I, and I said, oh, yeah, okay, well, I got to get going. And I get out of there. And I hear him, see you later, bye. And I drive back home. And all I could do is think about what I just did. And the lesson that I had learned in that moment and now, which is no desire, no dream is worth compromising one's own dignity. And from that moment on, I've kept my shirt on. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Our senior audio engineer is Ken Went. Our resident artist is Pete Whitehead. Original music by TJ Duke. If you or your company needs help starting a podcast, Aaron and Ken's company, Valley View, does just that. Reach out to them at valleyview.fm. Special thanks to our partners at Evergreen Podcasts, and I'm Corey Burse. Make sure to tune in next week for another story.